Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ethical Property Partners Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Me, your host, Frank Flegg, and today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Certainly, yeah. Uh, Dan Midler, new EPP trial memberist. <laughs> I love it. Trial memberist. That's a that's a new one. Absolutely. Welcome to EPP, Dan. You are brand new as a member. For those of you that don't know members, um, we run a bit of an unusual introduction to our franchise, actually. How about, Dan, you describe um, what being a member is compared to being a partner on EPP? Because you're right in the mix of it. Yeah, I think the, the brilliant thing about being a member is actually that you get all the benefits pretty much as far as I can tell of being a partner but quite unusually for these sorts of things you get the chance to to trial it for four months you know and see if it's see if it's right for you yeah which is quite a unique proposition as far as I can tell in in this in this realm yeah absolutely is yeah and you you nailed it in one that's exactly what it is you basically get to be a franchisee for for four months and uh see if the the shoe fits and how many weeks have you been on board now dan i think i've seen you at one monthly training day i don't think i've seen you at two but maybe i've missed yeah you. yeah so i had, had the first one this earlier this month which was brilliant uh yes yeah, so i've been I've been in there about three 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 and a half weeks now awesome in your first month brilliant brilliant so the reason I invited you on the podcast, Dan, is because you have had, I think, a unique journey. I've been racking my brains for anyone who's had the same journey as you into EPP, and I think you're unique. So would you please explain the uniqueness of your journey? How long have you known about EPP? What has your interaction been? Because it's quite remarkable. It's funny because I didn't I didn't see it as that way. But you think, you know, when you're you, the unique one, often you don't see yourself that way, do you? But self-perception is a funny thing. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I, I started off, uh, my knowledge of, of ethical property partners or, or frank partnerships it was at the time, started back in probably late 2018. So uh, I'd sold a, a flat in... London done well with residual values there and so had some money to invest and actually found out about yourselves via a financial advisor uh, we were like okay now what, what what do we do now we've got this sort of cash sat on you know interest rates are doing nothing for it what how can we invest what can we invest in and we'd always been interested in property my, my partner and I and so um, our financial advisor introduced us to Amanda Amanda Jarvis Doyle who uh, who was a partner with EPP and and we got talking you know we had a coffee chat with uh, Amanda she talked us through the whole process how it all worked and we thought yeah that sounds like a really great way to invest some of our money you know guaranteed returns eight percent plus got us to be that you know took us through the whole journey from start to finish with us not having to have any you know we didn't have any knowledge really of the whole thing being landlords yet so yeah took us through from start to finish tenanted it for us and everything and you know we and we owned the property that that was the great thing so uh we were like, okay, this is brilliant, really good returns on our money, much better than any other sort of ISAs or any other financial products that we knew of. So we thought this is great. And yeah, just wanted to learn a bit more about, I think, you know, we joined as in, as investors and I thought, well, how is, you know, I'd sort of, over the last year or two, I'd seen Amanda's own journey. It's like, well, how is she doing what she's doing? Like, where is where is the money being made from a, you know, from a partner point of view, I just, I just, I, I was intrigued to know more about this model and how it all worked. Yeah, absolutely, you wanted to, you wanted to see behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so curiosity got the better of me, I guess, in in that respect. You know, I I started listening to to the podcast actually, 
Um, so it's great to be here today with that. But yeah, I, I started to try and understand how it all worked because I saw from what you know from what I read online and, and what what I heard on the podcast, I started to understand that people were having real success for this. You know, so I, I started reading some books. I read one or two off your suggested reading list, Frank, and uh, you know, just really improving my financial literacy, which is a big mm. part of it. You know, I think when I think when you start doing that, when you be intent, when you're intentional about that, mm. you you start to realise that you review your own position, and you know, I, so I work in a public sector organisation. You know, I, just very much there's very much ceilings on what you can earn. Yeah. Uh, and realised that if you know if I wanted to reach some of these goals that I had, that actually some, something had to change there. You know, fundamentally, I I needed to make a change, and look at look at doing something else as well as that. And so that's when I started um, talking to Amanda uh, and yourself about yeah, but perhaps joining on on a, on a trial basis and seeing if you know if I could get some of the results that a lot of the other partners getting. So uh, yeah, so did that initially. I think got. In- got in touch and looked like we were going to do it and it was at some point either during lockdowns or between lockdowns you know because the pandemic hit and yeah what what looked like a good time was a very uncertain time and i know for, you know, i know now from from an investing perspective that can be a good time to do things mm. but just yeah in terms of the things being so topsy-turvy at work and with two young children it just didn't seem like the right time uh, but fast forward a couple of years and yeah time to take the plunge absolutely and that brings us up to uh, a month ago awesome thanks for that um, potted history so from that i gather you've got one full market value investment with uh, that you bought through amanda is that right yeah exactly that so we got one buy to let yeah full market value through amanda which has been great and then in the interim as well we bought a, a ho- well a cottage which we've turned into a furnished holiday let in scotland i'm interested to know about your psychology as a full market value investor because I'll be honest, I have only ever had really positive feedback from my full market value investors. And I've done a lot of transactions now, I've probably done over, I have actually, I've done over 100, I'm sure. And some of those are multiple buyers, but you know, that's probably in the region of 60, 70 odd investors. And I think I'd be hard pressed to find someone that wasn't happy with their investment because, as you say, from day one, they're guaranteed an 8% return on day one, which is pretty good from just a rental cash flow perspective. But in addition to that, these are bread and butter properties. These are the ones that have shot up by 10% in the last year and yeah. 7% in the year before that, you know. And, <laughs> and what people miss is in property, and I, I'm sure you're a switched on bloke. You buy a 100 grand house and you put 25 grand down. If that house goes up by 10%, so it goes up from 100 grand to 110 grand, you haven't just got a 10% return on your money. You've got a 10 grand return on your 25 grand money, which is actually a 40% return on your money because you've leveraged your money. You've got a, a four times return because the bank has put in three quarters of the, of the money. It's so, so powerful pro- investing property. But here's the thing. Even though my experience of my investors has been massively positive and I know that it has solidified their uh, net wealth it's helped them to grow their passive income it's going to help them to weather this cost of living storm that we're we're just entering at the moment even I even though I know it's really really positive the number of partners that struggle with taking advantage of a full market value investor how can I possibly sell a property at 100 grand that I've only paid 70 for? That's not right. And what it boils down to, I think, is you know self-confidence. 
in I'm worth 25 grand for providing this service, but we'll perhaps come on to that in a minute. But what I'd love to ask you about, Dan, is you've now seen both sides of the fence. You've looked behind the, the curtain. How did you feel about your investment at the time, three, four years ago? And how do you now feel about it? Do you feel cheated? Do you feel like Amanda pulled the wool over your eyes? How, how do you feel about it? No, no, I don't at all. That's a really great question, actually. I'm glad you think so. It took me long enough to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't ask me to repeat it back. We'll be, we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah word, word for word. <laughs> to sort of summarise there, yeah, no, not at all. I don't feel cheated because I was obviously intrigued as I, you know, yeah, the the deal I was getting is I'm I'm buying a property at full market value. It is, it's you know, it says it's worth that on the RICS valuation. It's that's what it's worth on the you know on the open market. So I'm buying it at that price, maybe even a tad tad cheaper, you know. And at the time I was like, yeah, and it's going to make you know X return, which I think actually for us is was nearer 11 percent actually. You know, yeah, because so it's a minimum minimum of eight, isn't it? So it's it's only ever going to be higher. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely, you know, and it, and it had that, that icing on the cake because I was happened to have a, a, a spare garage next to it that's that's let separately. So it was just, you know, in terms of a, a first rental property, it was, yeah, an absolute belter for, from our perspective. So, yeah, the returns were great from, as you say, from day one before, you know, before there was even a tenant in it that going on. So, yeah, no, brilliant returns and, and sort of fully looked after, you know, we, so we have Amanda manage it for us as well, which you can opt for or not if you, you know, you can obviously do it yourself if you want. But like many investors, we just, we had no experience and wanted to be armchair investors, you know, so really very time poor at the time, especially. So yeah, we just like take care of it for us. You take your cut or whatever, but we were getting a great return. And then, yeah, then there's the residual value to consider as well, which is mm. that capital growth, which is amazing. So can we um, drill down into that, Dan? Do you mind if we yeah, drill course, down absolutely. into that? No, by, all means, by all means. I didn't actually let you ask the, the second part of the question. So the first part was how did you feel about it at the time, which you've answered? How do you feel about it now, now that you know what Amanda made out of the transaction? Because in my experience, that makes EPP partners really nervous. Yeah, and uh, joining the partnership, I understand that. And that's probably one of the things I've asked questions about the most from a partner perspective or a member mm. perspective. Not as an investor perspective, because I, I get it and I'm happy with my returns. Mm. which are which are phenomenal so i'm i'm fine as an investor i don't mind as a as a member having to explain that to other investors you know you're probably not going to put exact figures on it when you're explaining it to them you know it's it's so let me um, it's 20 let me let me put your mind at ease dan we don't explain it to investors and so it's the same as we we don't hide it from investors if they ask and this is and i appreciate your right at the start of your journey so you might not uh, know this when you buy something from amazon and you pay 50 quid for it you don't ask yeah but how much did it cost to manufacture in china how much yeah. did it cost to put on a boat etc it's the same principle i think amanda has had one investor ask what she's made it might have been you i don't know and and i've only ever had one investor ask but yeah the vast vast majority of investors don't care they're interested in what they're going to get out of it as opposed to what you're making out of it so um yeah did you, did you know at the time what amanda was making or not no, no, no. And, and like you say, nor did we, it, it didn't bother us. Like it's just, it's, yeah. it's not my concern uh, mm. because that's not the product I've invested in. Exactly. I'm, I'm interested in the end deal, mm. the end value, mm. uh, the mechanics behind it. Yeah. You know, if it's effectively like, like you said, going back to Amazon, you know, if someone's drop shipping a house for me and making mm. their profit at, you know, at the front end, 
that's that doesn't concern me. That, that, oh, I mean, that that's you've, business. You give me such a good idea there. Drop shipping houses. That's what I'm going to start talking about. The um, <laughs> TDIC flips are just like that, aren't they? The drop shipping. I've never thought of it like that. Oh, I, I can see the adverts now. <laughs> but do you want to learn? As, do as you want to learn how to drop drop ship houses? Yeah. Sorry, carry on. That's it. But you know, th- that's been quite a big thing, hasn't it, with people drop mm. shipping it and and you know upselling certain products that they're buying cheaper elsewhere uh, and and then selling on a profit. That's that's how businesses work for all eternity. So yeah, from an mm. investor's perspective, even though we were and you know arguably still are novice investors, you, we understood enough about how money works to understand that well somebody has to make their money somewhere. You know, I knew mm. it was, I knew, I wasn't naive enough to think it was just going to be from the management fee, which is you know minuscule each month. So and what, what I was intrigued to find out was like you know through the testimonies on the website on EPP website and things I knew Amanda had been through her own journey and was earning more now much more than she did when she worked you know in her in her previous job before EPP and that's what intrigued me I was like okay well this really grabs me as a as a potential member I'm like how 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 do you do it Where, where is the money made and that's what's you know when you start learning more about sophisticated investing that's what's really exciting absolutely so let's drill into the numbers on on your property roughly we'll do them all roughly i didn't i didn't you know forewarn you to bring your stats with you so when did you <laughs> when did you buy your investment through amanda sure so that was uh, july 2019 so about yeah about three years ago now so about three years yeah three years um what was the rent when you bought it and what was your percentage roi on that rent sure so i think the original rent was 595 yeah, and then I think there was a little bit with the with the garage separately as well. So I think maybe like six fifty in total, possibly at so the start. Six fifty a month. Um, what was the purchase price, or what was your deposit? Yeah, sure. So the purchase price was one two two. One two two. So that's roughly thirty grand, isn't it? Probably thirty five k to put down, in, including costs. Yeah, thirty five. Although you don't pay costs if it's a TDIC. Although you would have paid stamp and that. So call it thirty five grand. Yeah, and you said you got about a ten percent return there or thereabouts. So is that right? Yeah. So thirty-five grand would have been three thousand five hundred per annum. What is the rent today? So it's now. So the total income we get from it is seven ten now. Seven ten. That includes the garage. Yep. Yeah. So seven ten. So that is sixty quid more per calendar month. Times twelve is uh, six hundred seven hundred twenty pound more a month on 3500 i'm just working out your increase in, in return mate i am going to ask you for capital growth as well in a sec so if you want to start thinking about what it's got worth got it. Ah, brilliant so we were getting a 10 percent return now we're getting seven uh, 720 plus 3500 is 4220 divided by 35000 pounds i'm talking you through the maths uh fellow listeners because you might want to follow my uh, calculations that's taken you to a 12 percent return almost exactly a 12 percent return so it started off at 10 percent, and it's now 12 percent, just with the increase in rent over that three-year period and the reason that I've, I've put the whole 60 quid a month in is because nothing else would have really changed your insurance will still be roughly the same it might have gone up for it by a few pence a week or whatever and your mortgage will have stayed exactly the same because it's an interest only mortgage. So excellent. So you're up to about 12% return. It was worth one, two, two when you bought it. What's it worth now? Yeah. So I actually looked at this just last week. So it's, it's currently one, four, eight. We've seen a 26 thousand pounds growth in that. So you put in, this is amazing. This I love, I love maths. So let me just 
when I say I love maths, I love statistics on property because it just blows your mind. So 3,000, it was 4,220, wasn't it? 4,220 times three years. I get that it might not have been exactly that, but that's 12,660 that you've made in profit over the three years. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Plus we've now got the 26,000 pound capital growth. You're at 3,000, uh, 38,660 quid. You've doubled your money in three years. You've over the doubled your money, uh, more than doubled your money in three years. That's amazing. Given that it was an arm's length transaction, that's not amazing for, you know, someone on the partnership. You'd, you'd expect to do that maybe in two or even one year. Um, but to do that as a passive armchair investment, what a, what a deal Amanda bought to you, eh? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And I think that it makes for a very convincing sort of authentic case study to give when I'm talking about the virtues of you know investing in this way. Absolutely. Speak from Absolutely. experience. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, that's not an amazing deal. There's nothing special about that. When you said one, two, two and a, and a rent, a total rent of 650, that's not amazing at all. I've done tons of deals at 10% ROI, cash on cash ROI for my full market value investors. And all of them would have seen those amazing returns over, over the last three years. What an increase from a hundred. I just want to do that percentage return. Actually, have you worked it out? What percentage capital growth you've seen over three years? Uh, no, but it. But I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So it's twenty six thousand divided by a hundred and twenty two. That's a twenty one percent, twenty one point three percent capital growth over three years. That's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. Which is not twenty one percent on your money. That's eighty four percent on your money the 26 grand is very nearly the the 35 it's you know it's it's over an 80 percent return on your money just from the capital growth amazing absolutely amazing and i can see why you were interested in getting involved with epp and starting to buy exactly that kind of an investment without putting the 35 grand in which is of yeah. course what we do what we do day in day out in the partnership so let's talk about we've talked about the last three years and you've just come on board three and a half weeks ago which is fantastic let's talk about your experience today so what have you found most enlightening what have you found hardest how are you how are you finding the journey i think uh so the first thing to say is probably like one of the first things you do is get assigned a mentor. So shout out to to Maddie Norwich. My my mentor has been great. And I think having that handholding at the start is fantastic. For the first few weeks, at least, you know, you've got weekly calls with them and, you know, WhatsApp messages and just every single sort of little question, you've, you've got a point of contact there. And I think that that's a big differentiator between this and, you know, maybe a three day property seminar. There's lots of mm. seminars and training days out there, but this is this is different in that way. You know, and, and all the accountability stuff work that you do in terms of goal setting at the start of the week and coming back to that to review at the end. And, you know, you've constantly got the next action to look at. And it, you're, you're never you're never static. Like you, you've mm. always got the next thing to aim towards. I think that's it's a very, yeah, it's a very healthy uh, sort of task list to have. You know, and someone holding you to that, that's, that's yeah, that, like I say, that's a difference that's working well for you the account and and you're right we we deliberately set epp up to be different to give you as much support as you needed to succeed but also that and people might go hang on you have to plan your days in advance yeah because then you know what you need to do tomorrow and what you need to do this morning and what you need to do this afternoon in order to hit your goals it makes those goals achievable if it was easy to buy 10 
deals a year, no money down, and to be financially free in two, three, four years, everyone would be, wouldn't they? <laughs> but everybody <laughs> isn't financially free. And the reason for that is it's hard. It takes a certain structure. It takes a certain level of self-discipline. And that and that's what we that's what you get through the system, the EPP system. But also we hold your hand and support you in that because just having the system isn't enough. It's the the ongoing support. Uh, case in point, Dan, this morning's webinar um so you were on at 6 30 a.m this morning monday morning you yeah. turned up with two questions and they weren't hard questions but they were hard enough to have stopped you in your tracks didn't they you, you had a lead remind me what your two questions were because this is really indicative of because we have a daily webinar you can just ask them get the answers and move on it doesn't doesn't either you don't go down the wrong path which from from memory you might it might cost you a deal might it if you'd gone down the wrong path this morning and you can move straight on with certainty so remind me what your two questions were yeah and i think there's a difference so the webinar was great this morning because i was going to ask because i was hosting it i'm glad you said that (laughs) yeah it was a bit mundane actually frank yeah yeah the ones that amanda and pauline do they're much better yeah that's more like it yeah life-changing can i get that written down for you put that in an email yeah in a a quote yeah Um, (laughs) the, the difference is you can have you can ask it to real people who actually know what they're talking about in a webinar and structured you know and get input as well from the sort of collective the collective iq of the group or which i see all the time on facebook groups of which i'm a member you put it on there and get a completely sort of differing set of opinions and a sort of unqualified answers in inverted commas to something you might ask and <laughs> unqualified just, advice from people that don't invest i know yeah i mean it's not a huge surprise you know you're on facebook so it's not a huge surprise to find that a lot of it's nonsense but mm. but i mean just to wade through that it's just it's just tiresome and and, and and when i look on there now you know i'm still very early in my my journey on this you know and i've got a lot to learn but already i know half of it is nonsense just quite, <laughs> really just after think, three you know, weeks just, we think how many how many people out there are getting bad advice because they're not looking in the right place you know that's what strikes me i always took it with a pinch of salt but yeah one of my mates says (laughs) free advice you get every penny you pay for and i thought yeah yeah it's worth every penny of it i agree i absolutely very true i've actually been on some of those groups I, i think i said this previously on the podcast as like a marketing strategy i trialed it for a month it was the most depressing month of my life because I was going on to help people. I just thought, I'm just going to give. I'm going to love people to bits. I'm going to serve them. And I, I was putting answers on that, like, in our EPP room. And when I say the web, when we're talking about the webinar, we're talking about the EPP Monday morning webinar, so partners and members only. In that room, in that environment, people have gone, brilliant, Frank. Thanks so much. Right, I'm going to go do it. <laughs> on Facebook, people are criticizing me. That won't work. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's too much work. Or that that won't actually work. Or there's this problem with it. And, oh, my goodness, I, I've never been so unappreciated appreciated for for and and the the irony is in the epp community i'm paid to help people right like my helping you this morning you've you've paid for that help so really you have the right to expect a higher standard than the people on facebook who are getting my advice for free but they were the ones that were slating me and criticizing it this is hilarious and yeah so it's very very um interesting i I call it uh what if itis what if itis and you get that all the time yeah but what if this and what if that oh yeah what if my house gets struck by lightning next year you know it's hilarious anyway anyway we digress we digress so now that you're um so those two questions though what two questions did you ask this morning 
So the first question was about advertising and the sort of area that I'm going to be advertising in and looking at, at newspapers which cover, you know, they've got a, they've got a reach and, and the advertisers love to tell you about the, the readership and, and just how far reaching that is. But obviously yeah. the core of my marketing wants to focus on, you know, a specific area. And my concern was around what do I do with all those leads that come in that are from, yeah, completely different area to what I'm actually really core looking to invest in. Yeah. And, you and in told, fact, you'd, you'd had one, hadn't you? Have you had a lead that's outside of your gold mine area? No, not yet. But uh, but I was concerned about it. I, I, ah, I, okay. I thought you'd had myself. one. I see. Yeah. I thought maybe uh, I'd bring that to the group and someone else, you know, if it's in their territory or whatever, they might, yeah. they take it on. And I, I just couldn't work it out for myself that we'd look at that. But what the connection I wasn't making was that your marketing reach and the sort of leads that you get doesn't necessarily... Uh, tie you to the same area with which you're targeting with investing if that makes sense yeah so you might get un- un- unexpected opportunities come up as you mentioned abroad or on the coast or whatever and, mm. and that's that's brilliant but that's actually a fantastic byproduct if it's a good it's deal just, and you can negotiate that do it do it anywhere exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah and it's I a like bonus that. Yeah, it's a bonus and that's I've actually heard people and you'll laugh at this I've heard investors who well and this should say or oh, deliver their own leaflets so they show what scale they're at in terms of uh, leverage of their if they're delivering their own leaflets but they were picking and choosing the houses they were delivering leaflets to so not only are they walking around the streets you know which is incredibly slow you need a team of guys delivering your leaflets to get the volume that that you need to do a decent number of deals but they were going oh i don't like that because you know it's it's attached or oh i want that one because it's a corner pond and oh that one's not got a garage it's not the best one on the street or it's next to a school or don't be a bit noisy oh my goodness and i'm thinking you're wasting so much time you're walking past that house anyway pop a letter through i would buy any house i'd buy the corner plot i'd buy the one that backs onto a school I'd buy, like a teacher might want to live there you know <laughs> who knows but yeah hilarious with your, you know, with the strategies that, that EPP use, obviously, you know, you can turn any property into into a good deal. Exactly. And exactly. That, to miss out on those, you know, or, or just overlooking the fact that you might you might be giving a leaflet to a yeah a property that you don't love, but that might be a portfolio landlord, for example, might see that. It's just missed opportunities, isn't it? Absolutely. So, um, so that was one of your questions. What was your other question? The other question was, it was about leaflet delivery, wasn't it, or something? You wanted yeah, another finding company. a good distributor because you know one that's been recommended by many people on the partnership. Surprise, surprise, proven very good at what he does. <laughs> He's really busy. <laughs> yeah, so busy, so busy that, that he can't even do it for for us anymore. So, um, yeah, victim, we're a victim of of his success. What what I did learn from that though, and speak, he was, gave me lots of time on the phone last week. Was that actually what to look out for in a good distributor? So yeah, you know, so it's, it's a worthwhile conversation still. Absolutely, absolutely. And what happened was one of the guys that invested in Nottingham said, "I can help you with that. I've got some uh, companies." And so you get, like you said earlier, you get the benefit of the collective IQ, which is which is awesome. So I want to before we wrap up, Dan, I want to talk about your business plan. So. How many goals, how many deals rather have you set down in your goals to achieve this year? What kind of cash flow are you expecting from them? Um, where are you headed? Yeah, so I did my, obviously one of the very first things I did was the the business plan with Amanda and Pauline. Yeah. So the aim in this uh, initial, well, you sort of business plan a bit further forward than just the... Uh, normally 12 months. You normally yeah, do a 12 exactly month that. period, yeah. So, you know, I'm doing this part-time, so modest goals but aiming for three three transactions this year 
Awesome. And that's where well, you've done one in three years, uh, sorry, two in three years. And now you're looking for three this year, which is nine over three years, isn't it? So you've approximately quadrupled your, uh, your, your number of deals, which would be an awesome first start. Are you full-time employed, um, Dan, or do you have your own business? You mentioned it's part-time. Yeah, no, so I'm so I'm full-time employed, so doing extra part-time hours for this on top of that. Yeah, On top of that, yeah. So how many hours a week are you um, planning to put into your EPP business? Yeah, so I'm going for 15 hours uh, at the moment, spread, you know, spread all across the week. Hmm. And that's amazing, at 15 hours a week to buy three no-money-down deals this year. And when you think of it like that, I bet most people watch more TV than 15 hours a week. Would you give up 15 hours a week of TV just to um, be financially free? And just out of interest, how many properties do you think you'd need in your portfolio to quit the day job? And you might not want to quit the day job. You might love it. And that's Ooh, cool. Great question. But how many would you need? Yeah, I do, no, I do enjoy my job. I think mm. there's going to be a tipping point at which, you know, that's the aim, I think, is that there becomes a tipping point where I can go, yeah, this is going really well. I can see the potential in this and it's time mm. to make that leap. In terms of a figure, I guess it depends if I'm buying them for other investors or buying them to keep for yeah. myself. because if you just extra. flip that, and th- there's a reason why I, I've always flipped about two thirds of my properties. It's because if you rely solely on the cash flow from the properties you keep, it's a slow burn. It's amazing over time, but it, it does take a while to ramp up. And if you want to have a high standard living living now or if you want to replace your day job sooner then you probably want to flip a, a few and so yeah if you flip a couple a year then that really helps doesn't it well it's encouraging to hear that because that's exactly the same ratio as what i'm going for so uh, oh okay excellent well. so you're gonna sell two thirds and keep one third ideally yeah ah, that's the plan. perfect there we go excellent um and so you've got your 12 month plan mapped out um what has been the biggest revelation of epp so now you've been to a monthly training day you've been to three or four weekly webinars what has really like hit you between the eyes that you didn't realize or has been a surprise so the the training day you know now that now that everything's back in person again post pandemic that was a real eye-opener just to hear be among so firstly like all the other partners were so welcoming you know so open there's so much Mm. trust there about with what, with what they're doing, what they're talking about. So it's great to hear and bear witness to some of the deals that are going through for them at the minute. And you notice that everyone's so active, you know, whatever strategy they're using, and there's just these incredible deals going through. And and, and it's actually quite commonplace, you know, that it's it's it really brings it home just how realistic this is to 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 do this, you know, with especially with the support that you've got from the group. Yeah, to sort of see that in real life and hear people talking about the real detail of some of those deals and, mm. and how they're doing it and how to overcome the you know, little bumps in the road on those was just, mm. yeah, just fantastic to see that. Absolutely. And the thing on that is we talk about it in EPP. I don't know if you've come across it yet, Dan, but we talk about the tidal wave of positivity and it's, it's so important. So from immersing yourself in that, and we, we've got a daily webinar on EPP. If you want to, you can log in and get that, you know, shot in the arm of positivity, that belief from other people doing deals and talking about the deals they're doing, etc. Every single day of the, the week, if you, if you so choose, that tidal wave of positivity just seeps into your consciousness and your subconsciousness that this is normal this is doable. This is, this is what I am doing. I am going to succeed. 
And if you contrast that with the Facebook groups that we were talking about earlier, and I've got nothing about Facebook and I've got nothing about people wanting to learn in property. What I do have something about is people putting down people who want to learn how to do property and telling them that it's not possible and decreasing their chances of success. And it's almost a wave, a tidal wave of fear and negativity that they're getting on those kind of forums and that and that's the difficulty because then you have to really big yourself up and you have to really overcome it and I think most people can't when it comes to the crunch and they see an opportunity they just walk on by because they don't have the guts to do it or they don't have the guts or they don't have the awareness to to spot it if you're walking around going there are deals everywhere I'm going to fall over one today when you come across one you're expecting it but if you're walking around going car property's hard we've got cost of living issues mortgages are harder to get now we're about to go through our first recession you know in in x number of years then of course you're going to be a bit scared of doing a deal so yeah i think think that is massive dan i'm glad you're you're already getting the benefits from that that's amazing yeah it's been good and like you say i think a lot of it's a mindset thing um Mm. so you know just to start the day off surround yourself by people with a positive mindset that it's going to set your day off on the right tangent straight away and then you then you're more open to those opportunities when they do come along you know and then mm. there's a lot of psychology and a lot of science behind that as you know so absolutely loads yeah. loads and loads absolutely so my question dan is it sounds like you've seen the proof of the pudding in terms of the investment because you've had three years with phenomenal returns um you've come and sampled the smorgasbord of uh, support that epp offers my question is are you going to become a partner don't worry just between you and i no one else is listening <laughs> we, we don't have a, a worldwide audience listening on this but are you going to become a partner that's certainly my hope um everything that i've seen so far is is really great you know one of the things you do very early in the partnership is obviously your your disc profile you do the questionnaire and get the results back mm. from that and as i mentioned in the webinar this morning so i'm, I'm quite high c so you know quite analytical Mm. um hopefully not too analytical um, <laughs> you know or if i am working to address it but um mm. you know I was, ca- I was cautious you know like i say it took it took sort of ultimately a couple of years of researching and just almost waiting for the, the time to be right in my eyes to, mm. to do it you know in personal circumstances and all the rest you know all these factors but actually uh, the more you read around the subject and the more you absorb you know what you're seeing i think actually you, you learn the importance of taking action Absolutely. And that's something that I'm getting I'm getting better at that. Yeah. And the partnership the partnership and being surrounded by people who can support you to do that really accelerates mm. that process as well. Yeah, the signs are all there. Uh, and if I can have this you know, this another couple of really great months like I've had so far, mm. then uh, that bodes incredibly well for the future. Absolutely. Well, you've got um, three months and one week, I think, mate, <laughs> to make your no decision. It's a four, four month trial. Get your finger out. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Dan, it's been great having you on the podcast, mate. I think you're the earliest person in the journey that we've ever had in the podcast, three and a half weeks in. But I can already hear it in your voice. You're going to succeed because you've got that belief and you were there at 630 this morning. You're asking questions at the monthly training day. You know, you are 100 percent committed and those goals three you'll 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 smash that i'm i'm certain of it and um and i'm looking forward to year two year three and year four when you really raise your expectations of what you can achieve so thank you for your time thanks for sharing your journey with us a a very unique journey and um i look forward to hopefully working with you for the next five years or so thanks frank sophisticated property investing a podcast brought to you by ethical property partners the experts in sophisticated property investment